a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, the question is often asked, what's in a name? And I would say everything. It was four years ago today that President Russell M. Nelson, president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, reminded members of the church and the world the importance of the name of the church and why it was important to refer to to it by its proper name and not something else. And I want to take a look back at why that was such an important moment. I want to use President Nelson's own words as a guide as we move through that and then look at what does it actually mean today? What has happened over the course of those four years? Uh, As you know, I am someone who believes that uh, words have meaning and the meaning matters. And I think there's great instruction regardless of your faith tradition or non-faith tradition in terms of what President Nelson has been doing, uh, that this really is a significant thing in terms of aligning language uh, with principles and with doctrines and professed belief. And and I think that matters. Uh, So President Nelson uh, said in talking about uh, the focus of the name of the church, uh, he said this is not some sort of name change or branding effort. Let me state what this effort is not. It is not a name change. It is not rebranding. It is not cosmetic. It is not a whim. And it is not inconsequential. Instead, it is a correction. When it comes to nicknames of the church, such as LDS Church, the Mormon Church, or the Church of the Latter-day Saints. The most glaring omission is the absence of the Savior's name. President Nelson discussed the importance of keeping the name of Jesus Christ in the center of the name of the church. When we discard the Savior's name, We are subtly disregarding all that Jesus Christ did for us, even his atonement. So I distinctly remember four years ago on this date, uh, when I first read the statement, uh, it struck me uh, with real excitement what it could mean for the members of the Church of Jesus Christ around the world. Uh, I was uh, immediately asked to comment on President Nelson's statement, provide some context, and respond with some observations And, of course, there were critics of the church then, as there still are today, that were quick to frame the prophet's uh, attempt to to get some national or international media to use the full name of the church as just something that would prove fruitless over time. 
Uh, still others said that it would be just impossible to change website names, email addresses, publications, uh, and the conversational language habits of millions of members around the world, that all of this was just an exercise in futility. Uh, President Nelson said that despite what the critics say, uh, it's not too late, and it's always the right time to do the right thing. Because of the digital world in which we live, and with search engine optimization that helps all of us find information we need almost instantly, including information about the Lord's Church, critics say that a correction at this point is unwise. Others feel that because we're known so widely as Mormons and as the Mormon Church, we should make the best of it. If this were a discussion about branding a man-made organization, those arguments might prevail. But in this crucial matter, we look to him whose church this is and acknowledge that the Lord's ways are not and never will be man's ways. If we will be patient and if we will do our part well, the Lord will lead us through this important task. Uh, such a, a crucial conversation, and you know, I observed then, and, and I see now uh, what has happened. Uh, that this was not a rebranding effort. Uh, this was an invitation from President Nelson to remember and focus the lives of first the members of the Church of Jesus Christ on the Savior. This was not rebranding. This was not a cosmetic exercise. This was not a whim, uh, as he said. It was not inconsequential. And over the last four years, we've we've seen that. We've seen the change. And uh, as I've traveled the world, I have seen it make a difference in the lives of both members of the church and those outside of the faith, uh, from media to other religious organizations, business organizations, uh, have all looked at it in just a little different way. Now, there's a lot of people who want to counsel uh, the leaders in terms of what they can or can't do or should or shouldn't do uh, or to criticize what they do or don't do. Uh, but to me, it's very interesting to to look at those kinds of conversations because usually they're very parochial, very small-minded. Uh, I was reminded of something that Elder Garrett W. Gong of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints said when uh, he was once in charge of the church's Asia area, and he was often asked, how many people live in your area? And it was about half the world's population, about 3.5 billion people. And then he said, uh, as best they could calculate, that out of those 3.5 billion people in that area of the world, probably only 5% of them had actually even had a serious opportunity to learn something about Jesus Christ himself, let alone the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So he talked about it in terms of, you know, quibbling over uh, one name or another uh, when less than 5% have even heard of Jesus Christ is really the wrong conversation to be having. Uh, And I saw that over and over again. And, you know, I I learned something about the name of the church uh, from people who were not members of the church. I, I distinctly remember being in Detroit, Michigan, for the NAACP National Convention. And they've also refocused their naming, often referred to as the NAACP. And they have focused 
for specific purposeful reasons, intentional reasons, to be NAACP. Uh, And I remember listening to how they used the name of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints because they had a relationship with President Nelson. And I, I learned a lot about that. I think in the uh, early days after the announcement, four years ago, uh, that some were a little slow to to work that through. I know there were some who were uh, were kind of like a uh, a five year old, you know, with a parent saying to say it right, uh, and would kind of laboriously go through the name of the church. But I've seen over the last four years, uh, this is an extraordinary transformation. And when you think of the the countless. Uh, websites, domain names, publications, email addresses, and on and on and on, uh, that suddenly there has been a shift in focus, and the language has been aligned to principles and to doctrine and to belief. Uh, and so what's in a name? There's there's a lot in a name. And it's interesting what happens when we look at that in many different ways, not just in religious ways. But when we talk about our language, I think one of the great uh, challenges of our Internet age is we're losing the meaning of so many things. And I don't think it was an accident, but uh, by design, that President Russell M. Nelson made this an emphasis four years ago. And the the difference uh, is significant and it's profound. And so as you look at that, as we look back on that, again, the critics will always be the critics and the naysayers will always say, ah, what's in a name? Uh, Or is this just one more way that you're going to create some sort of word police uh, or some way to be uh, offended or to be judgmental? Uh, I don't think it has anything to do with that. This is about aligning language and leaders that I have observed across business, politics, faith, Leaders understand how important it is to align language with what you believe. And I think what President Nelson did four years ago in establishing a focus on the proper name of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is one that will be significant not just four years later, uh, but four decades and four centuries on down the road, because words do have meaning, and the meaning matters. And those who watch those words. Always learn something regardless of where you learn them. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.